Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Hey, She Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunslick, and today I have my mini host, not mini. Dr. Kirby Brunslick. Mini host? I don't like co. You're not a co-host. Special guest. You're not the special guest. Tony and Christine are the special guests. Now you gave away the surprise. The literal title of the episode gave away the surprise. You don't know that. I title the episodes. <laughs> Tony will be offended if you do not have his name in. It'll be in there somewhere at the end in smaller letters. Just messing with you, Tony. My, my not co-host, my mini host, my temporary host, my I'm take occasional this all host. <laughs> You'd just be super host. You'll be like my, and then it'll cut super in my. <laughs> host. Um. Yeah, we're August is happening. Yeah, we're starting to get. Somewhat back into a... Oh, speak for your fucking self. We're trying to. Okay, so I was talking to my friend Morgan, and she said that her Reiki person told her that this moon is like half for... What? I just thought in my head, if Morgan didn't know the proper name for a gardener, so she just called him a Reiki person. <laughs> I find out on our deathbed that for years she's like, you know what my Reiki person told me? And I've been he taking- told me to use fertilizer. That's what my line is. So he also long. said this moon for half of people is very resting and restorative. Mm. And then for other half of people is like stirring up a bunch of shit and like escalating it to a point where they're going to have to deal with it. And I feel like you and I might be on different sides of the moon. I went into the month- Totally. I had a good plan. I was like, all right, Airbnb's done. I am going to do this elimination diet. I'm going to stop eating a bunch of junk, take back my health. Um, I'm going to hydrate. I'm going to stop like forcing my adrenals into submission and like do yoga and walk. And I was going to do some other shit that was good for me. Meditate and like grab coffee with friends and then, like, so far, we're nine days in, and I hate this month. You just described the most stressful, de-stressing campaign I've ever heard. I know. That's why I'm seeking therapy. <laughs> yeah, so I, I have not... I need to relax. So here's the 14-point plan that has to be executed perfectly to relax. 
<laughs> oh, I know. So you and I have done therapy. Yes. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, I don't think I've, act, I did the like better help. Um, not, a, not an ad. Yeah. Uh, I, did thing. Too, I didn't love it. I didn't either. Um, but this time I'm trying a real person in real life and I just submitted all my things and I'm really hoping that they are reading my submission and like laughing, but also like knowing what, like, cause there's multiple therapists there. And so I want them to like get a vibe of me and be like, okay, who wants a crazy one? Cause I will be the type of person that's like, okay, here's my deal. I deal with control issues. I deal with this, I mean this, blah, 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 blah. and then they look at me like I'm crazy and I'm like, yeah. That's why I'm here. Oh, I have a fun question. Will you be disappointed if you find out that they are very prepared for this and that you are a very common case of like control? Oh, I know I am. Um, yeah, I told I them like... I didn't know if like your special radar would... No. ...be upset that if you're just I don't like, think oh, so. Yeah, a lot of people have that. No, I think that would actually make me feel, I, I know that a lot of people, like it's that achiever mindset shit, Mm -hmm. um, that I think honestly calling it the achiever mindset gives achievers a bad name. Mm -hmm. Like there should be something darker that we call it. Like you fucked up. <laughs> like, You're not in charge of naming things around you. I literally wrote in my submission, like they're like, what do you want out of therapy? And I said, I want to feel content. I don't want someone to tell me to stop working so hard. So we will the most see. Controlling thing ever, controlling what they're going to tell you to help you. I told them I was an Enneagram three, wing four, and if they don't like they if they're good at their job, they'll know what that is and they'll be like, oh, okay. We know what we're dealing with here. So anyways. Yeah. So my month has been interesting. Uh, mine has been, I mean, there's still obvious weird things. You know, I had to go out and change a propane tank for our first Airbnb <laughs> guest, which I was not expecting to be on my list of duties. Uh, but that went good. And I'm starting to get back into like being able to focus with the Airbnb. We kind of, at least I took my eye off the ball in terms of the business and like our house and stuff. So like this week I'm trying to take something to make the team feel like, Hey, you still remember me. You still care about me. So I've been working on getting SCED integrated into our website. Um, so that right now, like we send people, they request an appointment, then they go to a jot form, then a CA has to call them back and then schedule them on the phone. And I just took so much of that first visit phone call content and a video we made, put it into the SCED app. Now when they click request an appointment, they pick their office and they can see actual live times. So, and then they immediately get sent their first day paperwork and the follow on texts are already like done. So like I am trying to alleviate some stress from the CAs and I'm thinking this is going to be the the killer thing. So I hope it works and that they love me and don't think that I hate them. <laughs> what would um so like if I didn't have you like that sounds really involved of like how would that have worked would I have needed to have hired like a well normally a web person if or? people if people have a web developer who like made their site that's usually the person they do a little bit of maintenance with but like even if you had like a Wix site it was on my end like the, all the sked stuff is cool it's like they have you fill in 
the content you want to show and it already integrates with our system to so it'll live show what times we have available. And then all I did was change the link from the button when they click Rice Lake to go to the SCED page mm. instead of the JotForm page. Got it. So like there was a lot of complicated stuff with JotForm and calls and all that, but now it's like they click that button, they get sent to the thing, integrates with their system, CAs don't have to talk to them. This control issues. I'm going to have to bring up SCED. I wonder how many times I'm going to talk to my therapist about like, but no, I've been doing the hard work. We've been rolling out these new features <laughs> in our clinic that have really been helping. Maybe this is why my control issues are coming to a head with this moon because You've I'm been like- giving things over to apps and automation. So I'm like, okay, so I'm not, I can't seek control over there. So now I'll just double down on control elsewhere. But the CAs love it. And I mean, I love it because then that frees them up for other stuff. And yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, this is, we're, we're becoming better people. I feel like we should be better at this 12 years in. Oh, you just have bigger and more interesting and different problems. Like, I mean, it's easy when you're starting out and everything is, keeping the lights on and there's only one person and all that. Like we didn't have HR issues when we started, like, but then we've, you know, I've learned a lot on how to manage people and deal with things because I had to. Yeah. It's the journey. And then Q4, I'm doing Elise Rigney's thing. Mm -hmm. So like I, that therapy better start working quick. Because can you imagine, like, if I get off a call for, like, uh, Cairo Intensive and I'm like, oh, yeah, I am totally changing all these things. And then I go to my therapist and she's like, okay, so we're going to try not changing anything for a bit. I'm going to be like, mm, that actually won't work with me. Um, see, I signed up for a program simultaneously the same time I started therapy. But at least golf will be over, so I won't have to stress about that. So. There's good and bads with everything. Like, every time we... You know, go for a new coaching thing or a new seminar. We learn a ton. It helps a ton. But I do feel like if things are starting to go smoothly, you will seek what is wrong. <laughs> no matter I what. showed my cards. So I think it's an Enneagram 3 thing that you overshare a little bit. And I, sh I just got back from um, a another play date. Oh, my gosh. Why do men not have to go to these things? You didn't ask me to. Anyways, she was delightful. Again, the woman was delightful, but like somehow in our talk, she was like, and I was, I thought I was like being normal mom. Um, you said that while doing robot arms. Robot arms. I did. I did do robot arms while I said that. Um, and I said something and she was like, so what do you do for like you time? And I was like, I, I have a podcast. I run i don't what do you mean i i clean my house i don't know so i don't know everybody's a little broken but i have an update on last week's listener highlight oh cool. did you listen yeah i listened to every word um okay so last week's highlight was an apple review from june from an o douglas nine i went off on a little bit of a tangent about dublin and O. Douglas and Garth Brooks and just a whole thing. Um, but and she had said like she was going to chiropractic school with her boyfriend and that the, the podcast had helped get her excited. I don't know. I'm not going to repeat it for you. Go back and listen. It was a great episode. Um, but she reached out and she was like, hey, you read my Apple review. Um, I don't live in Dublin. So 
we're all disappointed. Uh, she wanted to see Garth Brooks there also. Um, but she did let me know that she's going to chiropractic school because she really wants to. Not just because of her boyfriend. Sounds like something a hostage would say. <laughs> oh, Douglas, blink twice if you're being held hostage in chiropractic school. Uh, she said she knew she wanted to go to grad school, but wasn't sure for what. She's an Enneagram 7 with a lot of 3. Yeah, that's the ADHD where it's like, mm, uh, oh, achiever, I'm bored. I don't want to feel emotions. Um, and at first she wanted to do something different. Oh, maybe she's a got four in her too, uh, because she's bored with her current job as a clinical research tech, but now she's learned a lot more about chiropractic and she's confident that this is what she wants to do. I think I said something along the lines of if you break up, like, will you still be happy? She said they've been together for three years, so they're pretty serious. But if for some reason they did break up, she will definitely not quit school. So just in case y'all were worried about O'Douglas last week, like I was... <laughs> Oh, Douglas is okay. Oh, Douglas is okay. Unless she's being held hostage Unless she's being and someone else forced her to write all that. <laughs> so on that note, you should leave a Apple review so we can read your listener highlight and dissect your life and to see and see whether you're Granny okay or Smiths not. Granny Smiths are disgusting. What? That's my Apple review. Oh my... <laughs> you think I'm bad on tangents? What the hell's wrong with you? Oh my gosh. Okay. We need to get into this episode. Tony is just like fast forwarding so he can hear himself. Are they to me yet? Are they to me yet? Are they to me? Okay. So this is date night number four. I believe so. Date night number four. Mo and Tamara. Stu and Hillary. Nancy and David. Believe so. All right. We're on to four. And... So this means he's the fourth male guest, not the first. Mm -hmm. well, third, third male guest. Yep. Yep. Um, and fourth. Fourth you of you. Me. I do count but you I'm as my a, mini host. I'm a mini man, so I don't. I know. did not say mini man. I said mini host. Um, I don't think he followed the rules and submitted a bio. So that means that we get to make one up for him. All right. So Tony Ebel and Christina Ebel. Uh, they live in Crystal Lake. Oh, here's here's what I know. Here's what I know to be true. And then here's the rest of their bio. Okay. Um, they have goats. Mm-hmm. Um, he may or may not run one of the largest, most successful pediatric practices in the world. I don't know for a fact, but like... It's got to be up if there. If we were pay playing um, Family Feud... He'd be on the board. I would guess. He'd be on the board. Mm -hmm. He'd be on the board. Um, he has a, I don't, it's not a coaching program. What, what is it? What is the pediatric experience? It's a bomb ass deal. Um, yeah, it's a great deal. It, I mean, it's kind of everything. It's not, it's not typical coaching program in like, you just go to a seminar and get pumped up and have some systems and procedures. It's got like a ton of systems and procedures, uh, really CA well run. Help. CA help is a big, big component of Scanning it. Scanning help. It's like Communications a hell. content library yeah. that also has weekly live live trainings and like office hours that yep. so like it's not just come to the training on this subject. It's we have that and it's on a video and it's great, but you can also comment and get reactions to that or you can ask weekly questions from the people who are making the videos. Yes. So I don't um, know what to we're call member. that. But, yep. And our team loves it. I love it. So um, so there's that. Mm -hmm. uh, they have cute kids. What are they have four? I don't know. Anytime somebody has more than three, I lose track. Like literally, if it's more than three, and they might. And well, then you mix them in with the goats, and it's hard to. He's got them goats. All. 
Yep. And then so. Tony's short. And so you're like, I don't know is which one. Kid? Is that a kid? That kid's got a beard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he likes rocking. Christ- loves rocking. Christina's an eight, which was mind blowing. What is he? Seven? Did, is that what we... I know he was not a three. Yeah, I would think so. Seven wing eight. And she's an eight wing nine. Is that what we... Well, and that's the cool thing. And, and you see it in the episode. But like her, um, she is not a shrinking violet. Like she is part of the crew. She takes on stuff like mm-hmm. she has her domain. Like it's not support for tony while he builds yeah. an empire yeah like i like that like she's she's very very cool and brilliant and, and it was fun to get to talk to both of them you know and it's cool that uh someone can get tony to stop talking for a minute yep yeah he did good i he really did um now here's what you may have never heard about tony evil in any of his multiple bios that are on before he was a chiropractor Tony was part of a special operations unit in the military, and his code name was Meat Grinder. <laughs> and after he washed out, he had to go into protective custody, and his cover was as a pediatric chiropractor. Over time, he came to love it and built an empire. Yep. Uh, Christina um, actually has built seven uh, orphanages in Africa. Um, and she is such a good runner that she doesn't travel via Jeep. She just runs the 200 miles in between um, and will dig the ditches and do all those things. So she's to date saved about 17,000 17, children in Africa. That's perfect because that's just as many as Tony's killed. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so they, that's, that's the real story. That's the that. real story. And then they, they let goats uh, sleep in their king size bed with them. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he's gone viral about chickens. That's actually a true story. That, that, po- that one's actually true. <laughs> and if you guess, if you haven't guessed it, they are dear friends of ours. <laughs> so they are amazing. We get to razz them. He actually gave me shit for using the word razz to him. He's like, how old are you? I'm like, it's, I'm bringing it back. So they're not here. So we get to razz them in their intro. Yep. Their episode is great. I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. Um, What's left to do? Nothing. There is bonus content if you are a She Slays member. Um, If you don't know what that is, click the Patreon link below. You can check out. There's three different ways to be a member. Uh, That middle middle way, that $12.99 a month mount gets extra trainings and also gets access to anytime we have a guest, we do bonus speed run content at the end. And so you get that little extra extra with them oh we gotta pray too we have to pray is that me that's you all right dear god thank you for bringing us back together again thank you for this community of people who are trying to grow and become better people and help other people thank you for people like tony and christina um, that have so much love for you and so much purpose to go help others and the skills and fortitude and passion and fearlessness to go out and actually change the world. Um, help us to be inspired by that and each find our way to change our, our world in our own way. And yeah, thank you. Thank you for these people. Amen. Amen. All right. I hope you enjoy our date night number four with Tony and Christina Ebel. Bye. We already figured out I don't have my, did you guys brush your teeth? I, I did, did. Yeah. I did, but we look for some reason in the middle of summer we look yeah. pasty or white. I'm so done with this studio. I'm ready for <laughs> PXHQ. I just 
We have white people lights. <laughs> is this why you're rucking so much? So you can get a tan? The only reason. And I, feel like I feel like we're a little bit tan, though, really. I don't know what's with our lights. Not well, it's the filter, you know. It's, you know it, that Instagram filter too. doesn't follow you around in, in life, Tony. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Valencia. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get to the heart of the issue. I now know Tony's Enneagram. And you know what? I will eat dirt there as soon as you said... So here's the thing with the Enneagram and why you're not supposed to type people, because it's not based on action. It's based on motives. But like when what mm -hmm. happens is you just see people doing things that you would do and you're like, oh, that's such a three thing. That's such a nine thing. And then when you hear like, well, their motivation behind why they're doing it, you're like, oh, no, you're right. So when you said you were a, you're a seven wing eight or an eight wing seven seven what was number one seven seven was and then eight was right on so yeah, yeah so you're a seven wing eight i was like oh of course he is the adhd makes total sense <laughs> no time for negative emotions no time all going forward all fun yeah christina well, what are you i'm an eight i'm a challenge <gasps> like hard you are have, yeah i don't have much below it yeah <laughs> yeah, it was like whatever the point is, like 49 points to eight, and then like there was a one point somewhere else. <laughs> okay, the world needs to know this about you, Christina. <laughs> Eights are terrifying. Well, I feel like our people in our day to day life do know, they know. that I'm an eight. They know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like people at PNPX is... would yeah. hands down believe I'm an eight. Yeah, she carries brass knuckles in her back pocket <laughs> as a regular kind of move. Um, and a butterfly in it, or butter, but not butter knife, butterfly. Butter <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mom and I'm an eight. Because <laughs> a lot of times, um, like a seven would hook up with like a two, like a, or just even taking it out mm. of the Enneagram, the like visionary executor is executor the word. That yeah, is, like executioner. That's, a, that's <laughs> what we call her. We, I thought it was the chief execution, executioner <laughs> officer. But I think that's kind of like with the two of us, like we are both super like passionate, hardcore in what we want. So sometimes it is like a headbutting, but it's also, it makes things very easy, like decision-wise, because we both know True. if it's a yes, like we just like sync up and go full speed ahead. So yes, it can at sometimes be a little bit challenging because if we're in disagreement, it's, you know, a little bit of like, we are so hardcore, this is the way we want to go. But mm -hmm. it truly makes it so easy when we both know it's something that we want to go after, because then we just are like, straight ahead, full speed, zero questions asked. We're not looking back. Let's do it. Right. Yeah. And we've learned to trust her discernment primarily because I am just so, I am so fast that there's literally like, I can think fast, but then I go so fast. No one can really think that fast. Right. And make decisions on the fly in that way. So she has a much more discernment component. I think that was one other one we did. Um, I don't know if it'd be, you know, in the same vein as Enneagram, but was Patrick Lincioni. We love his books, you know, the ideal team player. And he has like the six gifts or whatever it is. And mm -hmm. so like discernment and I don't even remember the other ones. I think he stole that from the Bible. It seems I think, like I, I think that dude just totally 
it seemed like so. For These sure. are the vegetables of the spirit, not the fruits. I'm not stupid. Right? Right? Yes, change it a little bit and it's mine. Yeah. So discernment, but like what are, like, so is that Christina's and then what was yours? Oh yeah, just straight discernment. And then same as a seven, then whatever it was, I can't remember the exact term, but it's like rallying the troops, you know, mm-hmm. that classic vision, like get people behind it. Leadership. Car. Yeah, yeah, that that jazz, for sure. But yeah, um, so did you guys have to early on? So, like, you know, how long have you been married? It's gonna be this. Uh, uh, we always screw this up. Seven? No, eighteen years? Seventeen or eighteen Carry years? Carry the two, two thousand four. <laughs> Sixteen years. Yeah. Okay. 16 years. So I used. To, okay, so <laughs> this is not my point. Remember, I had a point, but it was something about early on in their marriage and figuring out boundaries. Okay. 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 But I. So right now we're married just at the point where I think you start to lose track. But you like remember when you're twenty and you asked someone how old they were. Yeah. And they were like, oh, my 34 or 30. And you're like, what the hell, dude? It's your age. Right. And then, like, it's so important. And then I, so, and then that started happening. I remember I had a CA who our kids were like one and three. And I asked her what grade her kid was in. She's like, second grade, third grade. And I was like, how do you not know? And it's like, oh yeah, it all comes. So I am sure yeah. within three years, it we're going to be like, how the hell long have we been married? The nice thing is, is we got married in 2010. So it's always easy. Oh, now. So I'm just married. like, is it our anniversary yet? No, nope. 11 yeah. years, not 12 years yet. Uh, we got married in 2005. So it's an even number year. Yeah. We should. So it doesn't seem to be helping. Yes. Yeah. No, the good thing about the birthday part though, is one time my 30, not my, well, 38th birthday was the best ever. Cause the entire year on my own, in my own head, just had a little bad Santa reference there in my own head. Um, I was a year older and then my birthday came and Christina like gave me a present or whatever. And it was like, happy 38th. And I'm like, thanks wife. You got my birthday wrong. And she's like, no moron. You're actually only 38. And I was like, awesome. I just lost a year. Oh my gosh. Yeah, cool. Um, this reminds me. And it's funny that we're talking to him. I was going to say, it's a funny segue because she forgot my birthday and it involves you. <laughs> So I don't know, it's like January or February or something like that. And you post uh, that you're doing a Crystal Lake training, one of your tonal trainings. And um, we have these new docs that are starting the beginning of March. And I was like, hey, you know, it's like morning where you're like getting ready, but like working. And I'm like, hey, just FYI, I think I need to take the docs down to one of Tony's trainings. Um, is March, the weekend of March 11th. Uh, I just think it's really necessary with like the new docs and this and that. And Kerb's like, oh, okay. So then she just goes back into her closet to like get ready for the day. And I'm just sitting there like. Kirby's a nine. I'm like, I, I don't mind. Like I don't, I'm not a big birthday guy and it's for the team. So like, obviously they can go to the training, but like she didn't even mention that it's like on my birthday. She's like, it's okay if she's going to miss it. But like, so I like muster up the courage to like actually say my feelings. And I go in there, I'm like, Hey, it's totally fine if you guys go, but like, you just didn't even say it was my birthday. (laughs) I'm like staring at him and in my head, I'm thinking like, of course it's his birthday. When I first looked at the training, I was like, oh good. Kirby's birthday is March 18th. It was not. And so I'm staring at him as he's giving me his feelings. And I'm like, there's, if this is going to sound like a lie, there is no way that he will believe that I thought his birthday was March 18th for a second. And now when he's bringing it up, of course it's the 11th, but 
Yeah. So, so, okay. so I didn't so go to your damn training. Okay. There you go. Let's go. <laughs> Happy birthday. Bring Kirby. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So back to my original question. <laughs> How so now at this stage, 17 or 15 or 18 years into your marriage, <laughs> I'm sure you guys have very aligned mission. You know, it just comes with age and books and therapy of like the marriage and the union of God and what you're here to do. Let's rewind though. Like, did was it always like that? Like, how Christina, what's your like chiro, what's your chiropractic story? Oh man, I would say. Honestly, just kind of when we first got married, it's just, you know, like we love each other. Let's do this. And so many different people would, you know, be surprised that we didn't align too much of anything other than I love you and we want to get married. He proposed to me after five months months. and we got married a year and two months after that, I think. And then we just really have truly figured everything out as we've kind of gone along the way and just lots of open communication and pivots. Um, but chiropractic, when we first started was, it was our business. It was going to be how we, um, supported our family. It was just going to be our business that we operated to support our life. Um, and it, it truly started after Oliver, our son, um, was born and he had a long NICU stay. I got to see chiropractic in action. And even at that point, I don't think I, thought it was going to help him in any way. Like I remember there would be nights when we were in the NICU, they had like this one uh, room that parents could stay in. And it was one room out of the entire hospital that they let parents stay in. And we got that room because that's, you know, how bad it was. And um, I just remember like kind of arguing with Tony of like, he doesn't need you to adjust him right now. Like, was, would you stop interrupting the doctors? I was oblivious when talking? to her hesitation. Yeah, and yeah. he was so like, I don't, you know, this is what I know is going to help him. And of course he needs these life-saving medical things that are happening in these interventions. But I also know he needs chiropractic. And it was along that journey that, you know, that I would see just different things of these babies and all these different pods. What's the only thing that Oliver is getting that these other babies are not where he is just making these enormous leaps and doing things that the doctors are telling us are absolutely not possible and he's not going to do them and setting us up kind of for the worst. And so I got to see that firsthand. And that's when I started to be like, okay, tell me a little bit more about yeah. that nervous mm-hmm. system thing you were trying to tell me about that I didn't want to hear anything yeah. about. Yeah. And Tony, and- how far out in school were you or how yeah. far graduated out? In practice. Oliver, Oliver was three years. So those first three years, but Addison, remember, Addison was born two weeks before we graduated. So, oh, Christina, okay. so looking back with this card, like Christina was so busy figuring out the business of being mm-hmm. a mom. Yeah, like the, and, and figuring and out like out quick books and where do I file that paperwork? And- <laughs> so there was miracles. I'm like for chiropractic, it, it had taken over me far beyond a business early on. Okay. I, I think I knew to kind of like, save the, yeah, nobody's going to believe this when I say this, but save the dramatic over the top stories about patients, like not bring them home every single night. Cause she was just so in a great way, buried with being a mom and then setting up all the back end of the business that it was kind of like, Hey, this whole massive vision, inspirational part of chiropractic, we can kind of table that a little bit for you. Which we is hilarious to- because yeah. like, he's like, yeah. Oh, I'll save the like fruits of the labor. She's busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got another yes. bill today, honey. Here, handle this. Get those procedures ironclad now. You know, it's crazy in here. Lock it up. 
you know? but then really I wasn't you know? I don't think I was ready for it yet I think at that point like I wanted to be mom I wanted to like I had no desire to get fully involved like yes I definitely mm-hmm. help set up the business and do things but at that point if you would have asked me like you know what do you want to be a mom only that like I had no desire to be anything other than mom and so I think he kind of was doing that to respect that of you know I wanted to be at home raise our kids and honestly that's where I wanted to be always I never pictured myself getting this involved in the business but then as I started to get involved in the miracles it was like throwing elbows like get out of the way let me at it like I want to get more involved I want to do more and And it's kind of impossible once you do start to see what chiropractic can do for families that you just don't have, like, aren't fulfilled with this desire to where can I bring my skills in to help? Because we need to let more families know about this. And so then once I started to know about it, I think he even was like, whoa, yeah, so how Croatian crusader. (laughs) We let's just let's go to bed once, you know. (laughs) Yeah. It's so now it's literally it's almost just this like nonstop, which kind of always started with on this thread, right? It's like this this dual sprint, um, which then created different challenges we've had to figure out and are still figuring out of like, okay, we, we counter each other really well. God put us together with some great balancing points in a lot of areas in life, except this one, <laughs> you know, like we are both just hardcore sprinters and get after it. And so, but that also has created, you know, the ability to, to break through a lot of walls that we wouldn't have by any chance broken through on our own, you know? Mm-hmm. So as you guys kind of got to the place you are now and with her not being super involved in the business and getting more and more involved, was there ever any issues when you did butt heads of like Tony going like, well, this is mine and I built this and I had the vision and I got us here. Like, were, how did you guys settle those, those fights or those disagreements as you got more involved? so much in that space yeah no i don't think ever in that space i think it's more so like our headbutting more so comes into and i think it was just lack of communication when i did start to get more involved it was almost like i forgot to tell him i wanted to get more involved so it would just be like i went from i went from like you know i i love what we're doing i love what you're doing i love seeing you shine when you get home I'm going to have dinner done. The kids are going to be bathed. They're going to be ready for bed. And I kind of didn't really communicate with him of the like, no, now we're doing this together. And like, you know, lots of times him coming home and being like, what's for dinner? And I'm like, I don't know what's for dinner. And like, nice question. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, my. I used to roll home. I don't know, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You judgmental a hole. I don't think think I'm a judgmental a hole. What just happened? It's like three years of that, figuring it out. And, yeah, there used to be like this really awesome like paleo dish and then like, <laughs> and now I'm like frozen pizza and you're gonna like Yeah, it was like, it was like paleo meals, cute kids smelling all good, and the Berenstein Bears, which by the way, let's sneak that in here as a joke. Like when you read your kids, this is a great parenting advice for everyone. Choose, I'm obsessed with this. Choose little critter for bedtime, not Berenstein Bears. <laughs> Because Little Critter just gets right to the point. They both have moral to every single book. Mm. But parents who have read both will get this. Little Critter is like, story, funny, joke, point, go to bed. Parents <laughs> and parents are like, oh, just belaboring the point. So, yeah, that, ch- that changed. And it took forever for us to well, figure out that it didn't change. We had, I mean, I remember very... Like, I remember where we were driving on our way to Minneapolis mm-hmm. when it hit me that, like, 
it is also Kirby's business. And it was from a really weird mind path. So how far? This story does not make you look good. I don't know why you keep telling it. um, Carry on. How many stories have I told that I give a shit if I look good? Like this is my MO in life. I think to just like shame myself publicly. So were we two years in? And in my defense, you, when we started, you obviously did all the business stuff, but you were still corporate consulting. So in my mind, it was like, Kirby's got a job. I got a job. And then like Kirby was making sure that this was also doing good. So he had like one and a half jobs and things were going well. It must've been at least two years in. And I would say, like, I don't know, we would get in like teeny little fights where I wouldn't necessarily say it's my business. Um, but there was this, it was definitely felt Yeah, and I felt it. Um, and so we're driving and I think one of our friends was maybe getting a divorce and somebody was having to pay alimony. And I'm like, yeah, we're driving. This is a non sequitur. And I just go, wait a minute. (laughs) So you're saying nobody was saying (laughs) if you cheat on me, and divorce me and go off with some hussy you get half of my business and he's like okay well driving like first of all um i would never do that and i'm like yeah 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 but but and he's like well technically yes in the state of wisconsin and i'm like that's bullshit yeah i was like huh I guess if the state legally sees that, I guess this then is how we have business. a business. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the business. <laughs> it took me a little weird, weird way. But That's like, an odd path to it's that. It's an odd yeah, path. Conclusion. Yeah. Blame, blame the hussy. Somewhere there's a hussy. <laughs> there's gotta, there's you know, definitely a hussy in there. God has figured out weird ways to communicate of like, <laughs> all right, fine. Think about this example. I tried all the other ways, the marriage, the Bible verse. All right, fine. But I do, I remember like the, I remember our conversation and we were actually on a walk. If we ever have disagreements, we we go on a walk and we don't allow ourselves to come back home in front of the kids until we have figured it out. Like if it gets a little too, yeah, the neighbors definitely know, (laughs) you know, but the kids we hope do not. They're all 90. You know, and so we- became a distance runner <laughs> she's she has to pull words. it's not like we go for it i'm just driving if, if we made this on a run she oh would go like i'd be just driving and unable to talk no matter what and the then she's like i win you can't say anything yeah. Yeah. no one even just like, can we just end the run yes you win <laughs> yes just can i sit down please yeah no we definitely do and i remember the conversation though of where it was like almost me upset of like maybe he doesn't want me as involved but just totally missing the boat of i want you to be as involved as you want to be i just need to know so then we can kind of figure out like you know who's doing what with the kids who's doing what here and so we can have a better action plan so we can make this successful instead of it feeling so chaotic if we're both going to be this involved. And that was kind of like my light bulb moment of that. We do need to do a better job of, you know, just planning out our weeks and we have four kids. So there are a lot of driving. Like, I mean, some days I feel like one of us is like literally in the car all day and 
So there's just so many planning things that need to, to go down with the kids alone. And then you bring in the business part of it. So we just kind of reached that point of just how much we need to be in sync with our schedules and our weeks and where we're planning different things. And yeah, and it was, it was just communication because there was always early. What you wanted was not that just very, to be very helpful and very integrated, but to a line, like there was a clear line in the sand of like, Hey, I'm going to run the back office and QuickBooks and you know, whatnot. But when it comes to like the team stuff and marketing stuff, you know, you're up buttercup, you know, that, and then all of a sudden, like, it was like a marketing thing and like, you're all in there. And then it was yeah. like a team thing and you're all in there. Like, why are you here? Why are you here? Like, yeah. and, and, and not it was only just did that. I come in, but I'm super opinionated. Oh, so I Jesus. came in not quietly. Like, I just want to sit in the back and have a seat here. Like, I this? came in like straight up hot, opinionated. No, that's not the best way. Actually, let's change that. I don't like your idea here. And so it was, it was, it was a big shift of like, I, when we started our journey as like parents and business owners, I did like, I thought my day was successful. If he came home and I had like the house clean and dinner ready and kids ready. And then all of a sudden I came in and my, my view of like what my day today, if I'm successful in my day, just totally completely changed. And I didn't really rope him in on how I wanted that yeah, to change. Could have sent an email, text, <laughs> DM. Well, you guys are having these conversations at home eventually. Yeah. How did how big was the team at this point? Oh, and April. did you have how did you did you just like it's bring a, her in? How did that work with like the team going? Like, wait a minute. Now that I think now that we think back to it, I think it definitely disrupted the team. You know, we definitely went through a turnover at that point because now it was co-leaders instead of, you know, Mm -hmm. and you were kind of part of the team. Honestly, it it really was a resituation of the seats, I think, and kind of that that order of it. And we were we we were so green in our leadership. Like neither of Mm us, you know, I hadn't really even spent, you know, this from coming here for the leadership training. Like I had spent zero time learning how to be a leader. It was just this default thing that so many of us get into. Like I figured out how to be a great chiropractor. I figured out how to communicate in market. Like that's two big journeys. I'm done. I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to cruise. Like I want no other big jobs, you know, like time out. We're going to call these. Is this enough? How's this not enough? Mother of God. Right. And then you're like, and then you have like, you look around a team meeting and there's like 12 people there and you're, and you're like, who is, who's going to, you know, get you all on the same page and like do the things that I think the person sitting in this seat is supposed to do. And then we're like, yeah. Oh shit, that's me. And so the fact that it became a we was super bumpy at first, but super needed. So it was easy for me as I have, I like, I, I exist on massive dichotomies because the stuff I love, I freaking love, 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 love. And the stuff I don't love, I loathe, you know, <laughs> like none other. And so all the things she's great at in that realm of running the shop, my goodness, it was such an easy handoff, like organizations. Yeah. All of it, you know, like she's goes home her first day that we realized it was actually full time, like 18 boxes. I'm like, all this shit. It's all yours. <laughs> and you know? Let me know started. how it goes. That's where it started, because the things that he would actually come home most stressed about, I would be like, Ooh, that's, that's my yeah, that's my jam. Like, that's what I'm good at, though. And he would be like, we need to hire for this. Or then this person didn't work out. And now I have to take this over again. And it would just be like our nightly conversations of everything that bumped him out, stressed him out. He absolutely just did not want to do. I would just kind of be like, I can do that. Wait a minute. Like, this is something that I would be so good at. For free. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Tony, I've learned that they don't like when we like make comments. Like I pay you. I I actually, I have a consulting firm, so she does. Oh, another yeah. No, she gets like what is it the minimum for Medicare? Yeah. Like yeah. whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever your account has told you to do. Yeah, straight yeah. up fifteen years, not a single raise. But I also don't. I've never seen money into me. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like really it's opposite though because I do so much of straight like the up. back end stuff. Like in my mind, I own one hundred percent of could, the business. You could send money in all directions, and I would have no clue. You could buy a helicopter, and I'd be like. Well, there's a helicopter. I am. I just learned talk about stories that embarrass. So I knew how to take money out of an ATM when I was in college. And then ever since we started a business, how I got cash was asking Kirby for cash, which is just really funny. So like there have been times I've been on vacation without Kirby and I'll be like, oh, shoot, I don't have cash. My friends yeah. will be like, oh, well, we can stop. And I'm like, I don't have a debit card. <laughs> and they, I have to explain. because a debit card. Like, I didn't like not give no. her a debit card. Yeah. She, yeah. You wouldn't have remembered the pin if you had it. I don't like, know. Yeah. I don't, and I literally just learned how to go to Quick Trip with the, the debit card and like yeah. get money out for garage sale in two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I know how to get cash. Uh, but yeah, up until then, it was just like, I just use the plastic thing. And then Kirby sometimes go, hey, stop <laughs> using that quite so much. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're poor. We're poor. Okay, shit. <laughs> and that, that's what she does. It's either like we have all the money in the world. I can buy whatever I want. Or like you told me to budget. Like, are, are we going to lose the house? And I'm like, no. I do. But I came from like... Uh, we both came from very, well, I don't want to say low, lower class. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, we, I grew up financially strapped because my parents were farmers and bought their entire farm paid for by the time they were in their early forties. So it was like budgeting, yep. like we, you know, yep. we like could only rent a movie every couple of weeks. Cause it wasn't yep. in the budget type of thing. Sure yeah. So. Oh yeah. So, yeah so. We, our vacation was the Minnesota Twins game, Metrodome, the land that mm-hmm. Kirby built, left field seats. I think it was like four dollars or oh, yeah. to get, and they were the key tickets because you were also fed. We stayed at the Thunderbird Inn, <laughs> Star. So I think oh, it was right by right by where the Metrodome used to be. Oh yeah. Night. And then you had to be back home the next morning to uh, get chores done and do all that. So yeah, yep. we, this is another place we don't counterbalance each other. We are both like just <laughs> you know just straight two thousands hip hop rappers, you know, <laughs> like, like just swipe it, spend it, send it. How? Like yeah, whoa. let's. I want to ask. I want to talk about affluence as parents because like so what kind of struggles are you running into with like, because this whole next generation, I'm scared. I am scared. Like there was a documentary called snowflakes or something. I haven't watched it, but like, it's about just like, apparently a bunch of high schoolers who are like, Oh no, I, I don't want a job. And they don't plan on getting jobs. And like, but what kind of struggles have you guys gone through with your, you know, you've been blessed and abundant in this map, but like, yeah. And my parents would have the excuse of like, we can't afford it. So like, I didn't expect the bike or whatever, but like, they know we can afford it. So how do you teach your kids about responsibility, be able money, all that stuff? Yeah. We're big on this. Yeah. yeah we, um, I think we just are very intentional that we bring them in yeah. a little bit yes. of like, 
we bring them into the work. We want them to see that, yes, we, I mean, we truly do have such an incredible life and, you know, they've been on lots of vacations and they go to a private school. They have, you know, they have a life where they probably are thinking that there's a lot of things that you can have and you just can have them. And we're super intentional that they well, know I think that they would think that if we didn't right. do this, yes. But yeah. yeah, that we don't want them to think that. And so we're super intentional that they know about the work that is behind it, that they help us with the work. Yeah. Like Addison, uh, you know, helps us with some PX oh, website yeah. things. She yep. works every week for us. Um, and we're very intentional with the amount of like responsibilities that they have in, in part of it with us. Yeah. Character chores. There's a whole strategic plan to this. So yeah, <laughs> and like when you ask that question, I like, I see my whiteboard whiteboard for don't let my kids be bleep. Right. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. the whole goal, you know, be kind, be respectful, be grateful. It doesn't matter what you do or what you, you know, your income or whatever else, but there's a character line in the sand that that is drawn so i would i'd parallel this to how we teach people to talk about chiropractic like we feel like you you would you're you're one of the the best at this like produce content talk about it so much that it's almost like annoying you know you've reached Mm -hmm. such a level of 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 depth with the same message over and over again that it's probably annoying but then people remember it when they need it. So right now our kids don't need it, but they will need the character values. So I can think of when they, when they drive to school, so we got a 30 minute drive in the truck to get to school. They all know they each get one song. They get to pick a song as they go along. Um, And then we turn on this certain street and I make each, this sounds terrible when I say it out loud, but I'm, I'm sticking with it. I'm well too into this plan to back off now. They each have to um, mention one of the evil character traits, one of our family, like kind of core. Oh, I like that. They got to say it. They got to give an example of how they would use. It. I mean, they are saying it through bated breath and eye rolls. And, you know, For the whole sure. thing. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. think they're like, this is awesome. No, Do they're not, not like, like I just wrote a paper on gratitude today, <laughs> Father. Let me, no, none of that. <laughs> But that's the point, you know, and then chores, the farm has fun to it, but we also fell in love with living on the farm so that there would mm-hmm. be responsibilities and chores. Um, and so, yeah, there's, there's kind of a multi-layered approach of saying, but Christina's is the most important. What she said is the, and she's the best out of the two of us at that. Like if we're going, like we just built PXHQ and there's been a ton of projects and that going on, they're coming with us. They're running with her and there and there. They're going to sit there. They're going to help us, you know, unload Unbox boxes things, and, yeah. and put together chairs. Like you got to, you got to be in it to get it. And so we, we very much, I remember PWC, Addison being there 24 seven, like they just grown up in it, which I think Kirby, you know, for me and it, like being on the farm, but mm. that was what's up you know you were you were doing chores i used to hate yeah. snow days every other kid was like snow day we're sleeping in not going to school like, <laughs> yeah hey, i'm up at four so yeah it's like oh you can help me milk cows then great yeah. oh you wanted to go outside in the blizzard didn't you <laughs> can't wait yeah and yeah. we're also super intentional too though of like you know as we've been able to um you know, just do well in life. We're intentional about who we bring in to help us with things because we might be able to hire somebody to help with something, but then is that showing our kids that it's just going to be even more easy straight or now you need to help out with even less or so we're intentional Mm. when we do bring in people and hire people that it's not going to take away from the things that we ask our kids to help help us with. with. Yeah, That's a big thing we struggle with. You walked right into the question that I was going to ask next. So like, 
I, one of the characteristics of a three, but I think lots of other Enneagram types and have this, but like, we tend to be like workaholics. Yeah. So if it is between like during our open hours, but I don't have to be adjusting, or I shouldn't say if I'm not there adjusting and I'm yeah. home, if I'm vacuuming my house, I'm like, this is bullshit. I might as well be adjusting and making yes. money. Now, if it's Saturday morning and like we're not open, I love cleaning my house. Yes. But if it's Wednesday morning, I'm like, I might as well be adjusting or like grocery shop. I like grocery shopping. But if it's during our work hours, yes. I'm like, so how, especially since you have the conglomerate, yes. which I say as a compliment of PX, how did you decide? to like in my mind i'm like oh they're taking care of goats you could be <laughs> making another video or yeah. like you're yeah. and like you're running the kids to soccer practice what if you got a nanny like yeah. i have tried talking kirby out of mowing our own lawn for the last three years i'm like literally i can pay a high schooler and you yeah. could be doing this but then I wouldn't get my outside time and yeah. I would take that time and go to the gym God. anyway. So that like, kid would jack up your lines and it would look all crappy. <laughs> and, yeah, no. Holy I, kids be, I think it has to be forced time. Like, I think we are all such hard chargers that if we didn't have the forced, and I know that sounds horrible of like, yeah. you're forced to hang out with your kids because I don't mean it that way, but there are always going to be, when you own your own business, there are always going to be things in your brain that make you think the business is more important because it has to get done and it has to, and it supports your family in it. So we have like half to time out in the barn as a yep. family without phones, looking mm -hmm. at emails, checking things that the business needs. So it's almost our like forced yep. time to slow down. And then in the car driving to school, it's a long drive. So it's like forced conversation. And I know the forest makes it sound so bad, but it's Not like, it, it's, it's time that you like, there's no sure. other choice, but to have it be conversations. There's mm. no other time other than it's forced to be slowed down. And so for us, because we are such hard chargers is we like, honestly thought about that. If we get animals outside, there's going to be twice a day, we're going to need to be out there when you're cleaning out the barn. And then I can't even tell you, it's like, you're a whole other <sighs> person when you are done doing those things AKA because you, yeah, because you, mm -hmm. you made yourself have that time to slow down. And I don't know that we would otherwise choose time to slow down. So we have to be like forced yeah. if you have no other option right now, other than to slow down and do this. I think honestly, like if you ever get word that I no longer mow my lawn. Okay. And <laughs> when I say lawn, we have 20 and a half acres. Yeah. Five hours. Yeah. That's with the 72 inch. My lawnmower goes 22 miles per hour. I <laughs> That's awesome. It has a seatbelt. I got it. I was like, why is there a seat? Oh, because I'm at risk of death every time. <laughs> okay, let's go. And you know me, Reggie Bull, I was like, boom. Like, just, oh, I'm like leaning like a kid on their butt. Time to beat. All right. It's like <laughs> yeah. his PR. Yeah, like, all right, last PR. time, Tony, yeah. you mowed the lawn in five hours and 47 minutes. With excellence. You got to have speed, you know, and you got to have the lines to it. But like, Honestly, if you get word that I'm, I'm like, okay, PwC or MPX are not publicly traded companies yet. So this isn't really, you can't do this. But if you see someone else mowing my lawn, I would short our companies. Like a year from, <laughs> a year after that, they're going down. Cause that is my, oh my God, cool the freaking engine off. I'm thinking, mm -hmm. I'm vision, you know, I'm, I'm listening to podcasts or just, or the twins game, whichever I need to be in that moment. And 
I just think, and I, I have the most clear vision building time and, and that out there. So I think that's a, I, I actually think it fits and I'm glad we're having this discussion because people will pick up on it. Hopefully it'll land because you, you have fit your life to be forced to do the stuff within the business, especially if you're mm. a startup or in that stage, that's a forceful sort of thing. And you got comfortable with the forcefulness of it. Right. And, and saw the fruits of it. So now you just apply that back to life and you're like, okay, I've got to force myself to schedule that. That's what you guys are amazing at that. Like, um, you know, schedule that vacation. Like you, when you're done with the one, you better have the next one on the books. Cause otherwise you'll blast through six months mm-hmm. and not do it. We've been good about that. There's been a 90 day mark, you know, quarterly vacation every single quarter since we kind of couldn't afford to take it. We took it anyways, you know, um, just to get in that habit. So yeah, yeah it forces the right word. Yeah. Just that downtime for your mind. Like, I think there's a Gandhi quote where like, it says like, if I have major problems today and I have scheduled wall to wall, I better meditate twice as long Mm -hmm. so you don't get in that frantic mode. Do you actually like meditate or is the rucking is the, the running for you? Like, is that your meditation? Yeah, that the farm is. work, the rucking, the, yeah. And the running for yeah. me, yeah. yeah. Like and my prior. best ideas are when I'm running, yeah. And then, and we are, um, and even too, like just different like settings where we're surrounded by people who yeah. are very much like on the same pathway as us. So we don't truly have like a lot of friends outside of our like working, like our kids make fun of us. They're All like, the time. do you have any friends that you don't work that with. don't work for and you. we're like i yeah. mean i feel like we'd be friends if they if we didn't work Addison with them. Is but so the answer is no. no but we have a we have a people that we are around you see how popular i am online i know yeah. i have lots yeah. of friends online oh that's you- great that's a great Addison story. One time her teacher is a patient and it's like third, fourth grade and her teacher, you know, so kind of knows about all the stuff we do. And I was traveling a ton back then. And she's like, you know, your dad is kind of famous in, in chiropractic Addison. This is, this is, there's 80,000 stories are just like this with Addison. And she's like, then how come we're in airports? Nobody recognizes him. <laughs> <laughs> just deadpans. And then just walks away. Doesn't care. But yeah, oh, that's a huge God. part of it. It is. We, we choose, oh my goodness. Do we choose our circle intentionally? So you either got to love, you got two C's chiropractic and Christ. Like you got it. So it's our school and our practice. The reason we fell in love with our kids school, Trinity Oaks Christian Academy is because it operates like PwC. It's a living, breathing, mm-hmm. interconnected community of people who have the same values the half of them come to PwC, or they do now anyways, right? Now that I'm on the board at Toka, I'm head of marketing there too. Um, you know, they, they chose wisely. They don't need anything else from me other than like, oh, you have a large, thriving pediatric family practice. We have something for you. <laughs> it's heaven. It really is. So did that, did that uh, narrowing of your circle happen naturally? Or did you guys have to like intentionally kind of let go of friends that you came up with? Or like we're old high school or college friends. And even in chiropractic, we had to do the same. People yeah. who had value, you know, you get, Lauren, we talk about this a lot on text mm-hmm. and DMs, you know, you get out and you're like, oh, this person, they have this expression in this way about them, you know, kind of in that public facing, social facing thing. And then you go to dinner after the event and you see how they treat a waiter, or how they treat their spouse or how they talk to each other. And you're like, I'd rather be friends with a whole lot of people than you. Yeah. So we had to push, we had to go outside the line to know where it is. 
Yeah. And things do, things get so busy. So it definitely was an intentional decision because it's like, if I don't have time to take care of myself with a run, or if I don't have time to read my kids a book before bed, if I don't have time for all of these things that are very important to me, but I do have time to spend with people that, you know, aren't necessarily in alignment with, with my values or, you know, who I want to be then it's just not worth it. And so it's like, if you're saying no to all of these things that are super important in your actual life, um, but you're yeah. saying yes to things that aren't like, it, it is a very intentional thing and not, it doesn't have to be in like a, no. you know, mean, like I'm, I'm better than yeah. you. We're not going to be hanging out anymore, right. no. but it, it is an intentional only saying yes to those things that are in alignment with what you want. We already have five besties. There's a lot of evils, you know? And <laughs> yeah. How do you yeah. Like Family does help with that because like you go to the, you go to the wrong conference or you go to the wrong dinner with someone and you go, God, I wish I was just back home with the kids. I was so jealous. You posted a while ago, like an empty O'Hare airport. And it was like getting home at midnight. And I was like, because, I mean, you definitely know, you and I have talked about how like, there's a lot more traveling opportunities. None of them paid. Um, Even, <laughs> the no. whole podcast is just like, Jesus, Lauren, how many times have we heard you bitch about this? <laughs> I will add on. I will add I on. Just had Courtney Kayla, her episode isn't aired yet, or maybe it will be by this point. But um, we were talking about this and I asked her like, so what's next for you? And she's like, basically, oh, I think she literally said, not speaking at mile yes. high and i'm just like you know i'm laughing and i'm like you know i just spoke at mile high right she's like yeah it looks like I, you had a blast and i'm like oh my god i, I think it was really already about this no, and it was and i did really enjoy it for sure um but she she then said like do you want to know what i'm getting paid and i was like yes yeah. and she's going to speak at some yeah. non-cairo conference and she yeah, said exactly. this is on air she said they're paying me six thousand dollars and i'm like huh what yeah. And I'm like over here asking, like, can can you pay for my hotel room? Can I get no, two free not. drink vouchers? No, that's a problem. Yeah, and I don't and think though, but I don't think you know that until you know that. Like, you don't I know think, until you go. I think like you know Tony when he first kind of started out, and even I would be like, he would say no to a speaking thing, and I would be like, oh, why don't you go ahead and give them a call back and let them? It's like when we used to decline Medicare back pain patients <laughs> early in the practice. Christina would go back into the parking lot, back into their Buick Sabre with five thousand miles, even though it's nineteen ninety three. Like grab them with their walker, carry them in the office, be like, no, you can come in. We'll accept your exam fee. And I'd be like, get that old. Speaking was the same. But I don't think you know that until you do kind of know, okay, so this is time away from the family. This is an expense. This is, and you like see it all laid out, especially me, because I just kind of thought, you know, I wasn't there, but I did think, well, you're going to be in front of other chiropractors. Like, this is a great opportunity for you. And then you came a few times and you were like, and then I was like, Oh, this hotel is burgundy and smells. (laughs) And, you know, so, so I think I, let's talk about this strategically. I, we, we have chatted about this and you have complained about this a lot on the podcast. So we'll, I really need to stop. (laughs) Here's some strategery for all of us. And I honestly mean it, you and I, and the crew, like we can commit to this, our generation of chiropractors, which I got to assume is kind of your listenership. Mm -hmm. We're young. So clearly Mm -hmm. we're still young. So young. (laughs) We're lit. We're fire. We get it. Our vibe is, I think that's the word is just super chill and young. So we can have, we have, the opportunity to repeat what 
didn't work well for chiropractic mm-hmm. or change it without judgment, just with learning, yep. right? And so we've learned. And so what I really, and we're doing this with PX, we have made very strategic shifts with our PX events. Everybody who comes and speaks gets paid, is going to get paid well. They're going to have their travel cover. They're going to have a good hotel. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a great experience. They're going to be very valued in that way. We changed our seminars from Saturday and Sunday, where you miss your entire family, you miss church. We do them on Thursdays and Fridays. One, you get to stack your schedule Monday through Wednesday, which teaches you how to see volume that you didn't think you could. All of a sudden, you're like, whoa, that was way easy. Then you get to the training, and guess what? I go home, literally, where, okay, I actually strategic. It's in my backyard. So I'm going home to my home, you know, to the kids. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else is home by, it's O'Hare, we're local, right? Flights mm-hmm. in and out everywhere. So they get home either Friday night or Saturday morning. But but for us, and I'll shout out to this one, that is I used to go, I used to thought, this is the big thing. I'm going to go to all these dinners. I'm going to stay the whole time. And those dinners just, they weren't for me. I'll just leave it as that. They weren't for me, right? That wasn't serving the purpose. I I would come home adrenal fatigued, fatter, mm-hmm. fatter, because I go fat, right? So I leave chubby and husky. So this was huskier um, coming home and just tired. And then whatever I had left of the weekend, I was a deadbeat dad, which has always been the line in the sand. If I have this much energy to do my work, I'm going to have mm. this much energy to smoke Oliver in the driveway and do that. So I protect my right Yeah, not like Thank you. Clarification. So bigger than you. (laughs) So I I come home, I book, I now if I do take a uh, speaking gig, it is a super, it's kind of like the friends discussion we were having. I am so, and I know how this can sound on the surface, everyone, but man, if you've been there, you'd know, and I'd love to help you be there sooner. That's our whole mission with PX. Um, I had a guy shout out last night. He's like, how long did it take you to get to this this way that the practice is where you just love it and it's just wildly impactful and i said i was wrong for nine years literally mm-hmm. I, I i took three to five year pass in the wrong direction twice so you know carry the two we're, we're at like a decade so i said so if i can save everybody else that time not by being judgmental of i did this practice model it's not wrong it was wrong for me mm-hmm. i did this practice model with all the integrated you know primitive all that stuff with with peds it's not wrong. It was wrong for me. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's the same with speaking where staying all weekend and doing that. I come home Friday night. That's the post to call your eye. I love my, I call it loser night. It's that's so fair. smart. You just haul right through. Nobody's in there. It's like going to the gym on Friday night, you know, you get you, everything's open. And it's know. the perspective though, of I think sometimes you think like, well, I might be missing out because that mm-hmm. with some important yeah. people and they're going to help me. But you're also then missing out on what's even more important. And that's like your kids seeing that you did go do something, but now you're home and you're ready for family time and you're ready for, especially as our kids get older. Like, I think we were, we made that switch like hardcore as the kids have gotten older because, you know, now 14 and 13, those two, they know, like if he's gone, that he's choosing to come home to them. And that matters. Like, of course, they're not going to be like, you're such a great dad. Thanks for doing yeah. that for me. Like, they don't see that now. Yeah. But I know that as they get older, they're going to see that. They don't talk about that when I'm mm, gone. They they're don't, not like, really. Man, that guy's no. great. We really miss him. <laughs> Devin Vrana does um, a very similar thing. I've been at a couple conferences with her where she's like. Like flew in, in the morning. She was going to speak and left like early the next morning. And I was like, yeah, yeah. So it is definitely. But there is the FOMO. Um, of like, she's and for a me, big FOMO I person. Am, uh, not necessarily, I've learned that. Well, okay, it is the FOMO of fun. It is like, wait, and yeah. then he broke 
on the dance floor. They had a mechanical bull. Doing better with that as I get older. Um, But it's still the coattails. Yeah. The like, and that's again a very three thing. Like a three walks into a room, yeah. and we scan who's the most. Like you should wonder whether I actually like you, or if you're just <laughs> going places in life. I've said this to my best friend. Well, I mean, it's a kind of that. that. I, like, yeah. it's like I'm, I don't leaning, know, I'm leaning towards the latter. <laughs> I'm definitely leaning towards the latter with you right now. Really, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like oh, but if I go, then I won't get to go to that dinner with that keynote, and that keynote might take yeah. me places. And so, like, it's it is getting better, but like back to what you said, like if you could save people, um, I do, I, oh man, I do agree. It's I'm very loud and clear about like, I wish I wouldn't, I wish I would have started with an insight scanner. I wish I would have, I like, you know, when I started, but, and I want to talk about this trend and we will be very, uh, respectful of Gen Z as we do it. Um, so I have hired a few Gen Zers now. And at even a conf, like, I feel like at a conference, even the questions that you get, the questions you get on DM from Gen Z is they're so tortured in their twenties. They're so, I have been asked in the last two months, a form of the same question three, four times where, how do you balance the self work while starting a practice? And I'm just like, and we were talking because one of the questions came up while I was on a panel at Mile High. And then that night we were talking to Mo and Tamara. And, you know, basically, I think it was Mo who said, like, they don't have the skills in their 20s. They haven't lived enough life to know what their pattern is or it. she's I think she was. We're not going to say. She was a little more outgoing. It's just saying, like. Go, go get drunk. Go make mistakes. Yes. Go light some fires. I think she said. We we're like, what? Yes. Yeah, I, I think we love that. We subscribe to this. I, I love this. This is definitely a conversation we can help with because we are very respectful of the different generations of different makeups. Like that's that you can't run a family practice without just having empathy and compassion for everyone, you know, coming out of your eyes. But you also can't run a family practice without saying, Hey, thankfully, through a lot of hard lessons, you know, and good times, we've learned the way we we have the blueprint to be successful. So if you're asking me for that, we can't give you a false answer, right? We have to give you truth, whether that hits you, you know, in your journey for truth, (laughs) wrong or not, right? Like it it, it might close your angel wings for a little bit, you know, I'm just thinking natural and all that. Like it's it's one of those things where we really are up your chakras. I don't know. Yeah, totally. Right. Uh, We, we love it because we are very blessed. I had the best intern internship mentorship experience. We obviously have a ton of interns and a ton of mentors. So this is, we've had to really think Mm -hmm. and figure this out as well. So what we never hide is the truth that there is a level with which you need to operate and you need to earn to not even just like I you guys said it right to to not just get the fruits of that but to figure yourself out you're I really think they absolutely are making these kind of like lifelong decisions while they're on chapter three of a 22 chapter book Mm -hmm. and so it's like you don't have all the information yet um, my dad, I think, would be good. I, I remember talking, and this is all retrospective. These were not conversations he had as we went along. But a couple of years ago, we were out in Vegas where they've retired, which is an interesting scenario where a farmer retires in Vegas. Um, <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, another story for another podcast episode. But um, 
he said there's three phases of life. She was a farmer. She was an entrepreneur. And he said the first phase is figure it the bleep out. You literally just go in all directions to figure out what you're good at and what you can accomplish. But you really kind of don't have a plan. You know, you'd like to think you do in your 20s, but you really don't. And, and that's OK. And that's what he was saying. Like, so we were in the second phase when he when he was given this. And he's like, then there's the second phase whereby lighting these fires, getting drunk, going, going to the dinners, doing all the things we could, we could give 100. Like you figured out what you want to do and what you don't, what you're good at and what you ain't. And so you double down, triple down on the good and what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And you kind of my dad's words were you cement and kind of really stabilize your success. And then you have a third phase which is you can invest, you know, now you can take your success and you can layer onto it. So like for a farmer, so he paid everything off, right? So like mm-hmm. they got the whole farm, they got everything, the house, they had four kids. So it took him two phases, two full phases, not one. Everybody's got to hear this, two full phases of hard work to get it all paid off. And then he said, and then you have a third phase and you can kind of go at it one more time. I could have bought a bigger farm. I built a bigger shed and built, bought a million dollar combine. But where he was, age and phase, he's like, I decided to take the third phase and coast. It kind of just, and he did. He just wrote everything out for 10 to 20 years. It's a retirement. And he set, you know. And so mm-hmm. we're not at that phase yet. We don't know what we'll decide in the third phase. But I think a lot of Gen Z are looking at the first phase thinking it's the third and mm-hmm. that, you know, have it all figured out and coast is available to you right now. We don't, I don't think it's available to you right now. You know, mm-hmm. just and that's nothing against you. You're no, it's just, life. you got debt. You got to go to work. Yeah. yeah they get, like, they got conflicting messages as they were coming up. I think of yeah. like, you should have, you should have happiness and joy in every moment. And then also on the other end, they were tricking them into borrowing $400,000. Like that's no different within chiropractic. Like I think that there have been so many times, at least for us, that we're like, we want to learn from you. And it was like, the pathway is easy and you're going to be able to work only, you know, two and a half days a week. And it's all going to be there for you. And it's going to be, And I think even in chiropractic, just in a different sense is that's why we are so intentional of being so incredibly honest of you want, you know, like when students come shadow or when other docs come shadow of it's hard work, it's going to be stressful. You're going to have team struggles. You're going to have all of these things because I think we've kind of been lied to in order to be sold on. If you, you know, follow me in this program, it's going to be super easy street from here out. And that's not the case. And I think, even like going back to like going out and speaking. And when I would travel with Tony and we would go to, you know, like the keynotes practice and walk in and I would be like, honestly kind of bummed out of like, wait a minute, you're, you're telling all of these people, this is the path, but then your actual, how you've done it is no different than the other hundred chiropractors in your town. And it was Mm -hmm. almost just like, defeating for me of like what like why are we learning from you and so that's why we've been so intentional about we're going to be so incredibly truthful about what it takes truthful about what you're going to do along the way what the journey is going to look like buckle up because it's going to be a little bit bumpy at points and um but just also making sure they know the truth of what it takes to get here it's a chiropractic pandemic problem okay that a million dollar practice is our pinnacle this is as far as we're ever going to go 
Like you, but you've consulted in the business world, Kirby. Like you go into real businessville, and you're like, "Oh, I have a million dollar practice." They're like, "You can sit at the kids' table. Here, <laughs> yeah. you have mac and cheese bites and kitty cocktail, and we have some junior clubs for you to use on the bunny hill. That's two different sports, but you know." And they're literally like, "What? What?" Why, huh? You know, literally business people look at you as a chiropractor like you have two heads. Not because they're against chiropractic. They're just like, what is your father? My father-in-law is exactly like this. All the problems we have that we're all very familiar with, he can't even get into a conversation with me because he's like, I don't get why that would be a problem. Like, that's just dumb. I hear some people yeah. buy software. Yeah. Keep moving. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and go bigger, right? But if the biggest, the people we're supposed to go after aren't actually big, well, that filters down and we all stay small. And so yeah. I think it's our our calling, it's our crafting. God has said to us, whether we like it or not, you know, yep, doesn't matter your age or where you're at or what phase, like get up, do your choice, get after it, punch through that wall, and then open the freaking wall and get show and lead the opportunity, at least the possibility for others mm-hmm. to get through that. So we're looking, we we won't stop. We're going after a $10 million, you know, practice. We want to yep. build a $100 million chiropractic company. And, and when I say those, I actually just completely screwed up in the order of them, right? That was just to kind of give a, a quantification of impact. Um, we have the exact level and depth of impact we want to make here with QWC clearly defined. And we have the exact level of impact we want to go through the pediatric chiropractic profession with PX Docs too. So it's going to require that size mm-hmm. of scale. And um, so where do you, so like you said, like there aren't, there aren't, a, there's not a practice that you're chasing right. that you can emulate. So where do you go for inspiration right. and guidance? Yeah, that's because yeah. it's not chiropractic. There's no one doing what you want to do that you can go like follow that blueprint. First, we got pissy about it. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's start there. First, I was a whiny little baby, and I was like, "Damn it! Why do we have to do a bunch of stuff?" First? <laughs> you know, can't, I didn't. But this would be like inside PwC right now. I'd be like, "Can somebody else just do that thing for?" And then, then send me the PDF. I just want a PDF, you know, or a mm-hmm. booklet or something. And so, um, so after being pissy, we went to prayer and we went to strategic pursuit of people. So we really have latched on to Dr. Josh Axe, to Dr. Tuhill, and got in that network of Dan people Sullivan. and Dan Sullivan and just the group that's there and been like, okay, these guys are, yeah, are they, did they do it in a brick and mortar chiropractic practice? No. And that's the point, you know, mm-hmm. how can we, how can we take what they do that big level thinking and investing and apply it here? And, and it's, you know, that's, that's the journey we're on right now to, to be determined whether it's, you know, we're, we're in it right now. Yeah. Right. And we so- just last week had like our big strategic planning meeting. And honestly, I didn't sleep that night because I just kept being like, it's too big. Like, haven't we taken enough risks? Like at what point is the risk enough? But it goes back to what we started of like, it's the miracle. Like when you see what families get with chiropractic, you can't say no to the bigness of it. You can't let the bigness Mm. scare you away. And that also has to be the anchor because if it's only like after the numbers and this is the size I want to be, and this is, we would have stopped honestly years ago. Like we have enough. We would have stopped Mm -hmm. a long time ago, but when you have families and kids coming in and they're struggling and they had zero idea this existed. And you just see like the pain that has been in their family and the struggles that the kids have gone through and what it's done to their family. 
And then you see the after of that, of now what like their marriage looks like and what the dynamic of the family is like. And you get those messages of the kid goes to chiropractic, man, or gets their driver's license because they now have gone a year seizure free and they weren't able to get a driver's license until then. And like, there are so many, I mean, like, it's just absolutely impossible to not just be, let's do this bigness. Like yeah. we're all in for this when you base it off of that. Yeah. And those moms are unstoppable. So we have to match them. We yeah. have, to, mm-hmm. they won't stop. They're going to keep freaking hustling and to, to find us. They don't even know it's us yet for so many of them. So we got to match them. Every time somebody goes, how did I not hear about that before? I don't, a lot of chiropractors, <sighs> I think, uh-huh. they, I, I think a lot of chiropractors take a blame. We go, yeah, right. Pediatricians are a-holes. And I, I, God made me different. My dad made me different. You know, it was the, it was the truck rides and the combine rides instead of the ride that picture of the school. Like, you know, that's on you, bro. You know, that's what I hear. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you haven't done your job. And so that family being let down and struggling seven years of subluxation instead of, you know, not having that, mm-hmm. that is the pediatrician's fault or big pharma's fault. Are they a-holes? Yes. But we have got to get that job done and fill that gap. Otherwise, I think it's I think it's on us, you know, that they're mm-hmm. I mean, it's the concept of radical self-responsibility. Sure. And it, it lets you see the world in a way that is there anything you can do about it? If right. yes, do something. If absolutely not, then you got to let it go and not be mad. Yeah. But you can see that there is something you can do. Sure. Um, OK, one of the last questions. Um, how do you handle the haters? Oh, like, I, we have different answers. Yeah, because there's like haters in the I, general population, and then there's haters within chiropractic. Oh, you should just this, I, just last. Oh, block, delete. I feel, I feel bad think, for him. I don't even think Tony honestly is aware that they're out there because yeah. he is so. I could care less, like, just like we were talking about with friends or, you know, leaving speaking events to get back to family. Like he is so incredibly laser focused on the mission and what we're going to do. And it's like, if there's not enough time in your day to worry or not worry, but if there's not enough time in your day to think about all of the good things and accomplish all of the good things, like, I mean, the bad things literally don't even like enter into his brain. And I'm not the same, but because you're he little, is so incredibly little, like to cut people. I do. Yeah. I get a lot angry and I get a little like, that eight. yeah, yeah. It, I do for sure. Croatian get little, gangster. I, I get a little bit angry about some of it, but, um, but you've also learned it, to, you've, yeah. you've, we've, so I get, I think what is a strategy, I guess that is natural to me is not obviously natural to others. So then you just take it and you take it as a strategy. This is I get, the reason I never love strength finders, which is because I think people focus on their weakness. And I've always looked at it. I was like, well, just work on it then till it's not, a, you know what I mean? Until it's not a weakness and get help. There's strategy, there's stuff. And so she's been amazing about deleting and blocking and ignoring because knowing that she, if she sees it, she can't just get through it as quickly as yeah. I can. Well, then you have mm-hmm. to plan for that. Which you is why I'm not on Facebook because right. like he can like see something and be like, whatever and ignore it. And I'm like, oh, we are going to enter this conversation and yeah. we're going to go all day if that's what it takes. But because I, I've grown up too <laughs> through that. So I have empathy for days and, I, and I've been in a lot of other places too, where I'm like, well, I can see how you have that perspective. So I feel bad for them. And then, but at the same time, I'm very protective of my time and my energy and my space. And I'm strategic in the past. I would maybe be like, well, I'm a good communicator and I love people. Oh, let me get into a four hour long Facebook. And I type fast with emojis. So I'll just, I'll, I'll get my point across with a heart emoji. And then they'll think I love them, love and light. No. And, um, and it didn't work, you know, it worked like, 
crap. So I just moved on and um, literally it comes in, it gets, if somehow it gets in, I have huge guardrails up for this, but if somehow it gets in, it gets, they get deleted, they get blocked and literally that's it. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Um, okay. So for people who want to get on the PX train. <laughs> Dude, it's um, in the training, you get to watch me dance multiple times to the Quad City. That is a detractor. I was going to no, say, that's uh, the best our subscription. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, out. that did not work to his I do think we might need to reshoot that one. Now, <laughs> <laughs> the new studio. Okay. okay, try again. For people who want to get on the PS train. So we just cut our conversions. We just in half. Okay, where that hurt. But so let me try better on this. Um, we are on so what we did is we took everything you need to do to grow a successful in which we mean by that impactful we are not a coaching company not a training company we don't you don't report your stats to us you report your miracles to us okay um and we train you to deliver upon them so the beginning training both online and we have a live seminar too is all about certainty and clinical so that's why we, one of the many reasons we love you lauren is care planning is real the insight you must if you're going to have a neuro conversation you have to have a neuro conversation it can't be theory it has to be practical application and we are literally the, this can sound so nerdy but man if people knew how valuable this is we are the implementation and application company i got so mad and the reason i took seven years wandering in the woods and the wilderness is because i had all the certifications and initials zero percent of those people taught me how to actually apply it in an organized simple straightforward so that is where christina and jackie and the team come in i have the science division the clinic and then i've got dr matt and i've got christina and i've got jackie so px was built as a team it's not the dr tony show it's pwc's team of clinicians and cas teaching you how to do it and so the pediatric experience.com longest url ever whoever owns the px.com we want to send it to your front door with the brass knuckles can't find it so the pediatric experience.com uh same on instagram the at the pediatric experience facebook um but it is online you can just start with an appetizer you can have my science course which is what god made me to do right teach the perfect storm science um, and that doesn't include the dancing video. So I just, I really want you to have that. Um, that's 10, the 10 D model of supplementation. You can get the entire membership. You're ready to go. Buckle up buttercup. That's the membership. Or we have our, um, certificate program, which is with life university. We have the first ever where it's really actually in conjunction with the post-grad. It's not just sponsored by it for CEs. You do get them. Um, and that program is available as well, which is online and that, but, um, I, I know I mean, the clock is the most important thing we're doing is PX docs. So you can follow that on Instagram too. PX docs. That is our public facing platform. It started as a directory because you do that with, you know, with Blue Hills, you're making referrals, you do kick ass care. Mm -hmm. And somebody's like, my nephew in Idaho needs you guys. Yeah. yeah. And we have either the choice to go on the internet, Facebook and be like, I say I'm good, you know, and they don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to care for them. They don't know how to adjust. And so you're going to send a, a kid whose trust is in your hands in that moment into the hands of someone you don't know whether they're any good or not. So mm -hmm. PX training was all about clinical badassity first. 
So we went to build a directory and this is the value of being around Dr. Axe and Tuhill. They took our one idea and they said, oh no, no, you can serve the world so much more that that directory should become an online platform for parents to find hope, answers, and help. Mm -hmm. So exdocs.com, we are literally erupting. I think we'll be- Am I on there? Yeah, you're on there. Oh, good. The one person in the next 10 years. You didn't do it yourself. I need someone in Rice Lake. We need, you need to put Kirby's email into your account so someone follows directions and gets things done. So you didn't fill out your own listing. So Addison goes to the non-doers and you better check your photo because she just finds whatever photo she thinks is the prettiest of you on the internet. Oh, that's great. Uh-huh. Addison. Kirby, please go check it. <laughs> Lauren is so bad at reading emails. She will sometimes forward to me or the team and go, read this, tell me what it says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like three paragraphs long. I'm just like, what is this saying? I'm confused. I don't know. What do you want from me? Now we know. Yeah, Pete. Next, Lauren, click this link. Okay. I love now it. what? <laughs> that, that thing though, you guys, and you are a big part of it. I, I send this to you on a DM almost every single day. Like I, we pray and we will help us, but you can't stop. You are a producer of good. You are, you're making change. You produce content in, it's so freaking hard to produce enough content for just your practice. Mm-hmm. And now you chose she slice. So now you're going to help the professor. I got that stupid idea on a run. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally, right? Well, we have three. So now we're like, your oh. ideas make money. Yeah. <laughs> our, our third one doesn't, by the way. Our accountant is like, this PX, he's not into the mission as much as we are, right? He's like, this PX doc saying that you're spending $20,000, $40,000 every month on SEO and Facebook ads and team and writers yeah. and designers. He's like, what does that do again? And I'm like, you just wait. <laughs> just wait one day. One day it's going to do something. It's <laughs> awesome. So we're, oh, we're you guys going, are wonderful. Going straight to the public and we're going to bring our homies along because we trust them because we train them. That's, mm-hmm. that's the plan. That's yeah. great. And I'll have all those links in the show notes. So if people hear any of that and they want to get involved, I'll have them just below. Cool. All right. Oh. Well, you did good. I think you did fine. You did okay. <laughs> you were wonderful. Well, we'll, we'll do a little bonus content for yeah. the, for the patrons yeah. only. So. All right. So for oh. now, this ends for everyone else until next week. She's there. <laughs> Bye. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait.